Move over, Justice League. The kids are taking over. And by kids, I mean the outsiders. Let's get into it. It's Young Justice Outsiders After Show. Let's go. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What up, what up, what up, guys? We are here. We got the Young Justice After Show. We are talking episode 14 through 17. So the first four episodes, they go in line with episode 14, Influence, episode 15, Leverage, episode 16, uh, illusion of Control and Episode 17, First Impression. But before we get into it, i got to introduce you to my ride or die, my partner, my host, Anais. What's up? Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that Junk Justice is just is back because I watched, you know, the, when it was on Cartoon Network and really sad that it got canceled. So I'm happy I'm at an after show and we can talk about it. I know. It's been, not only did they have, like, mo- like a big break, but then they, they brought it back January. We had all the shows, and then they gave us another break. So we're back. We got the next pair of episodes to talk about, and let's just get into it. But before we before we get into the first like episode, we have all four episodes. We have a lot going on. We talk about all the things about Garth. We're talking granny goodness. We're talking just everything that, that went on in the first four episodes. But what was just your overall thoughts? Of the first half? Uh, or, yeah, just, no, of the first four episodes, overall thoughts. Oh, uh, well, a lot of characters. It's hard, you know, <laughs> to like, keep up with everything that's going on. But, it's you know, it's keeping it interesting. And, you know, there's a, I was thinking about, like, all the kind of, like, big bads and villains, which is quite a bit. So I'm very interested to see how all that's going to play out. And obviously I want to know what's going on with the big kind of cliffhanger from the or wow moment from the mid-season finale with you know when we found out that tara is working with deathstroke so yeah yeah i mean there like you said there's a lot of character development there's a lot oh and i love forager forager for life (laughs) forager is a is a is a fan favorite for sure but like you said there's so much going on and there's so much going on i forgot to introduce myself i am you guys host my name is jeff and we're just talking like all things Young Justice. But yeah, like we said, there's so much going on. But in the first episode, we got episode 14, Influence, and there's so much influence going on in this show. And speaking of influence, Granny Goodness has so much influence throughout the show, throughout different characters in the show. But she doesn't have that much influence when it comes to Garth. He's seeing, he's changing the, uh, he's not really agreeing with what she's doing anymore. He's starting to see her for what she truly is, mm-hmm. or at least what he thinks she truly is, because she might be she has some stuff yeah. up her sleeve, and that's what she alluded to. But what do you think about their relationship starting from episode 14? Uh, I'm glad to see, you know, Garth, you know, stepping up and uh, not being naive and kind of... Because I, I, so that frustrates me sometimes when I see characters. <laughs> they have, like, evidence, like, right in front of them that somebody that they, you know, work with or like or something or respect is doing something bad, but they refuse to believe it. So I'm glad that he is, like getting smart about it like oh shoot no she's actually not a good person i'm like i feel bad that he can't you know leave the contract the acting one but you know he's right when he said she she can't control what i'm doing in my off hours so go go yeah i think it's gonna be very interesting to see how she treats him going forward because she knows that he's not really about it anymore Mm -hmm. that, that he knows her for who she truly is 
and he uh, she's kind of torturing him you know with the 52 takes on. exactly <laughs> so but, no, like, another one that's kind of i think the only thing she can really do right now so she's kind of like whatever i can do to torture him i'm gonna do it while i can yeah and we see him throughout this episode and the the ones after he starts to abuse some of the powers that he does have and find the powers that he does have while still being under contract so that's going to be cool to see and cool to see throughout the, the episodes after that but one thing that was kind of stood out in this episode specifically was Halo and how she um, talked about how she didn't really identify as a woman or as a man because mm-hmm. she was like she was never really a, born a woman or a woman or a man. So like this is this is kind of cool to see, especially yeah. in a comic uh, comic show, animated show that mm-hmm. are predominantly for younger fans. It's cool to see that represented yeah. and brought up to light. So like, what did you think when you heard that? Like, were you surprised or? No, I wasn't surprised. I actually thought it was just, like, really cool. And it didn't seem like, you know, it was kind of, yeah, like, uh, being thrown into your, like, exactly. shoved into it your face. It wasn't right in front of your face. It was just, like, I mean, it, it, I, I, it was understandable. You know, she's, like, I was just kind of, like, a spirit, really. <laughs> like, I wasn't really, like, a human. <laughs> so she's, like, I'm in a girl's body. I, I do have that form, but, like, I don't really feel like yeah. that's what I am or I'm not sure what I am. And, you know, a lot of people feel that way growing up you know that what they feel on the inside maybe may not match what they look like on the outside and i thought it was really like sweet that uh brion said that he'll still you know she's like oh is that okay with you and he was like yeah like he still accepts her i was like yes exactly like she was looking for like almost like approval because she was so nervous to to express like how she actually felt and Mm -hmm. that's that probably that has to be somewhat of a feeling for a lot of people when you're expressing your true self and you're like is that okay though because you're people are told what is okay and what isn't okay Mm -hmm. so seeing that on on this show was really cool to see and i just wanted to make sure we highlight that because that's that's huge and i wonder how that's gonna go on throughout the next episodes or if that's just like a one-off topic because i hope not that's a big topic i feel like a lot of people can learn from that and I'm glad we just talked about it. Yeah, hopefully. And I just, I think Halo is one of the better characters, I think, just with this whole Outsiders thing, because I feel like I've seen her really grow. Like, from when we first met her, I thought she was kind of, maybe, she seemed more, like, weak and scared and, yeah. like, uh, but she's really, like... Yeah, grown into her own. Up. Like, yeah, she came in very green. She's grown into her own, like, learning who she wants to be, how she wants to lead and stuff. So that only makes her grow even more and i'm excited to see that growth because i i feel like she could be a very big leader in this group Mm -hmm. especially the the younger guys and maybe like second in command to garf or maybe take it over in a different way or some lead in different ways because there's always new ways to lead and stuff and having a female leader or let me let me correct myself (laughs) having a leader in general Mm -hmm. would be great for having um who happens uh, to be a female would be yes (laughs) who happens to be a female but yes like i was just saying that because she didn't introduce herself or yeah, introduce oh, herself yeah, that way. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. So, but, yeah, moving on to what else happened in the episode. We see Tara um, still working with Deathstroke. And it's just it's just a little tease, but, like, yeah. what is going on? With, when, are, when are they going to figure it out that uh, they got an inside person? I mean, they got a pretty much a rat on their team. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's something they're going to tease us with throughout the whole season. Maybe, like, towards the end, we're finally going to find out. And I wonder if anyone's going to find out beforehand, like... Yeah, like we're not gonna see her text. Like, come on. <laughs> when is when is something they tell her gonna actually pop up? Like, there's no way Deathstroke should have known that. Maybe that's why mm. they start to 
look into it. I'm like, oh, maybe someone's talking to him. Remember, how's how does he know this? So I'm expecting something like that to happen. But I don't want to get in too many predictions because we got that for later. Mm-hmm. We actually want to talk. We um we actually want to talk about the comments and just how the fans can interact and tell us what they think are going to happen for that storyline, just with Tara and Deathstroke and. If he's really gonna, um, if he's if she's really gonna betray them, I guess. But like, yeah, leave that in the comments and then just let us know. Yeah. So you know, just before we get on to the next episode, uh, I just want to thank everyone for making AfterBuzz the ESPN of TV talk, and you know, letting us bring you all these awesome after shows to you guys, like Young Justice, Outsiders, ah! and I'm <laughs> so excited to be on it. Like I said earlier. And just to be able to be on other really cool after shows. This is my third one with Jeff. <laughs> we have a lot of shows in common. <laughs> like So um, thanks for the awesome opportunity. And just uh, thank you guys for watching. And if you like, comment, subscribe, like, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please, we want to know what you think. So thank you guys for watching. Yes, exactly. And without AfterBuzz, like Anna said, we wouldn't be working on three shows together. So... <laughs> We're at, appreciate After Buzz. We're out here. Our superhero fandom is alive and well. And we're going to be talking about the next episode, episode 15, which is more of the same with, with Garth. We see we still see his character development. And that's that's something we see throughout all four episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's kind of be like what we're talking about throughout the whole show, this whole after show, because he grows so much. Yeah. You start from seeing him not only kind of make his way away from granny goodness but move towards the team again Mm -hmm. into a leadership role and in this episode specifically you see him just like struggle with working with granny and how he's he's still trying to find his way and find how he can find himself while still working under her because he knows she's not doing it for good she's evil Mm -hmm. so like i guess in in this specific episode we're trying to just figure out what's the next step and i don't i don't think um he like actually does anything against her. This I believe this is when he moves into uh works back into the group. Is am I correct on that? Oh uh, wait, I think no, he joined back in uh, fourteen. He joined back in fourteen. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean in fifteen, um, you know, that's when they have like the the new like, you know, windfall and um what's the other group? So when they introduced the new There's so many <laughs> Yes. Oh uh, at the lot, towel yeah. center with Dr. Eduardo and Ed. There's like two Eduardos. <laughs> like one's Dr. Eduardo and one's Ed and they're training yeah. the new I thought that was a recruits. I thought that was a cool um just storyline and setup just to see the new recruits and see how like people are dealing with their powers. Yeah. Cuz like I mean, a lot of them don't want their powers. A lot of them do want their powers. A lot of them are just scared of their powers. And even though that's not really a l- relatable thing, yeah. I feel like I, wish I, I feel like people could relate to it. Maybe that may be just me as a superhero fan because I've seen that type of stuff and I've seen people in superhero movies that like their powers and some people that don't. Mm-hmm. But like that seems relatable. Like when you're new and when you're a teen, say something's new to you and yeah. you don't really know how to deal with it, they go look for other people to help them out and people do it in different ways. And I thought that was a really cool scene to, to, and maybe to show. It could be, be relatable in the fact that like, you know, just accepting your body, you know, for the way it is. Like some people don't, like they might. You know, we always want to change something, but it's kind of like, this is what you were born with, this is what you have, you know, try to, like, accept it and work with it. <laughs> so yeah. maybe in that way, it can kind of relate to it. But I thought it was really cool. One thing that I really liked about the center is that they they 
were very you know there wasn't just like okay you have to do everything we say it has to be this way or this way it's just like we have these collars it's optional if you want it cool you don't if you don't want it it's fine if you know you want to leave at any time it's cool so they were really like making them feel like comfortable and just like if you don't want to be here cool so i i really like if i was in that situation as a teenager i'm like okay i'd feel you know good to be here because i know that they actually like want me to do what i feel is best for me not just like okay we need to train you and you have to stay here and blah, blah, yeah blah, so. no i thought that was really cool and like those the neck uh the brace that they have the um to power dampeners mm-hmm. that reminded me of um amanda waller and how she had oh. those well they kind of teased it they're like these are not the ones that are destroying anyone or that are like used against people and that's mm-hmm. what reminded me of amanda waller and then we see her later in the episode kind of teasing that hey that wasn't just a group of bad guys i brought them there as a part of the government mission mm-hmm. to actually take down um the people in russia and i thought it was cool to see because i mean we get Amanda Waller bringing back the Suicide Squad or Task Force yeah. Task Force X. I think yeah. she called them. Oh, okay. See, I th- I thought she. Did she said it. I think she said it wasn't oh, the no, no. Suicide Squad. He. Um. It wasn't. It wasn't her that brought it up. It was. It was Aquaman. It was Aquaman who mm-hmm. who said. I'm almost positive he said Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But either way, he did. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, when I saw that, I thought that was cool because just watching that whole scene before. I was kind of confused at why there's two different teams attacking the same oh. same um, site at the same time, and then that kind of brings it all back in. Now, are is that going to be a type of um, rough relationship they're going to have to deal with? Like, are they going to be going behind Amanda Waller's back the whole time? Um, I guess so, because, I mean, she she kind of, like, told Aquaman, too, you know, he's like, Kind of, she kind of threatened him in a way, kind of like if you expose me, I'll expose you or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so. and that was that was wild because it's like at that point you can't really do anything because Justice League is they're already like doing stuff behind closed doors because they have to because of all the politics and stuff and she's doing it the same. So I'm really interested to see how that storyline develops because they're kind of at a roadblock right there, mm-hmm. or at least they were until the Outsiders came. Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go into the next episode because that's where they kind of leave us off in sixteen. We move or in fifteen. Wait, sorry. there's a big moment at the end with Halo. We find out. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, bring it. That's why. That's that's why there's two of them. <laughs> yes. That so was what a happens? Big one. So she, um, she gets triggered by like something Captain Boomerang says when he tells her, um, what is he? T- uh, I have I got a proposition for you because yep. that's something. Gabrielle heard that that she was told, you know, back back, you know, she so because she has like Gabrielle's like memories and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then she realizes that Gabrielle was the one that lets the metahumans in to murder Brion's parents. So, oh my gosh, yeah. And then she's like, he can never know, and I'm like, yeah, girl, it's like <laughs> he uh, cannot know. That that wouldn't be great. It wouldn't yeah, be great. And like, I mean, but I don't. But I feel I I feel like if he did find out, he. He loves her. He knows that kind of like what Artemis. No, was it Art? No, the doctor. I think she said because mm-hmm. she later that like I think he would forgive her because it's not really her that's that did it. So. Yeah, I I think he would forgive her as well. But like you're still afraid. You and also she you was like vulnerable and she was in like a like she needed money I guess so that's why like oh I feel so bad for her. Oh yeah. But I mean, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see because I mean there's so many factors. But at the end of the day. She opened the door. I don't know. 
We'll see how it goes. But yes, like the ne- like I was saying, the next episode we're dealing with sixteen. We got illusions of control, and in this episode we start to see Count Vertigo um, kind of messing with the team, trying to mess with their minds, mm-hmm. and then take um, they try to actually kidnap uh, his niece Perdita. Yes. So that whole that was actually a pretty cool scene. Yeah, I like it. Even though this is not DC, it reminded me of Spider Man. Um, no spoilers. alerts. It reminded me of a new Spider-Man movie. Just okay. saying. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I was going to talk about a movie I just saw, but I was like, there's spoiler alerts. Just and- something funny. I did really like how, because I kind of could relate, <laughs> was uh, Static Shock. I, well, I call him Static Shock, but I think they call him Static or something. Yes, but Static like, Shock. How he was like the seventh wheel and everyone was like, he, he's like, I got to get a girlfriend. Oh, you have to get a girlfriend because <laughs> that's how I feel a lot. It's just like, you're surrounded by couples. I'm like, oh, dang it. Like... Everyone's yeah. all coupled up. <laughs> that was like a plane, uh, like a rolling joke throughout the whole episode. And yeah. I was like, every time I was like, I feel that though. <laughs> like I was, I was out this weekend, and I'm like, oh here, just single as a bee. I'm like, all right, I feel that. And I felt so <laughs> like bad. Static Shock is my guy this I episode. I felt so bad for him when, when like he's talking to a girl at the end, and then he's like, well, he couldn't reveal that he was a superhero, but he's like, well, I know them. And she's like, yeah, right, or something. I'm like, oh dang it, come on, you help now, him out. <laughs> He's demoted all the way to I know them. Not yeah. not that I'm a superhero, but I know them. So, uh, but then again, you don't want that girl. Like she she only wants to date superheroes. Why would you want to date a girl like that? So you know what? He's better off without her. But it was just like a nice kind of. It's nice to see some funny moments, you know, in the show. So it's not like you know. That's why I liked when I whenever I see like um, you know Kid Flash mm-hmm. and Blue Beetle. Like they bring the comedic. They bring the energy. Know, yeah. They bring some lightheartedness because yes. they're young and that's the characters they play. And I just love seeing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on, another thing that's in this episode that we talked about in the last episode is that Violet talks to Helga about about uh, or not Helga. I'm sorry. Doctor well, no. Helga. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, she talks to Helga about um, her vision. Are seeing Gabrielle open the door, so I'm I'm interested to see where that storyline is going to lead off because they we see her on the phone after that, but we don't really see who she's talking to, what and then what she's actually discussing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's very interesting, very interesting to see where that's going to lead yeah, off. I wonder, like, is she is she kind of like a plant or something? I'm like, mm. who can't, can't trust anyone? Exactly. I was gonna <laughs> say there's it. there's so many Don't like, not trust anyone. There's so many people. There's so many different teams. Uh, so many different missions. Yeah. And we definitely realize that in the next episode. Different mm-hmm. teams, different missions. And we see the creation of a new team in episode 17 called First Impressions. We actually see the beginning of The Outsiders. And this has been just um, kind of teased throughout, obviously, with the name. Mm-hmm. But like in the last four episodes, you see Garth growing into his own man. And then now a team leader mm-hmm. and the leader of The Outsiders. Yeah. And I thought this uh, this episode was really cool. And it was really... I want to, I don't know if the right word is grounded. And the only, only reason I say that is because how we compare The Outsiders as a young um, revolution or um, kids revolting against the institution or the government or policies yeah. or politics, the stuff that the Justice League has to, Justice Leagues have to, or they have to worry about, mm-hmm. teenagers don't. They're not, they don't have any rules against them, tech, yeah. you know, in, in that world and stuff. So it was cool to see. And with Garth growing so much, that was a, that was a cool storyline. And what do you think about him being, kind of be like the founding father of, of the Outsiders? Uh, I thought it was really, it was like a pleasant surprise because I, if you would have asked me, like, 
months ago do you think you could see, you see beast boy leading a group i would say no like i don't know i just never saw him as a leader but now you know I've, you know just seeing kind of his growth and everything it you know it's just nice to see i'm like okay it makes sense and i it's just like cool to see him you know take the lead and um you know hopefully they can do something good it is risky to kind of put yourself out there as a superhero because you're putting you know you're the people you know at risk that's yeah your you friends know. your family like everybody that's around you but i understand is in danger. you know why he wanted to do it hopefully to like kind of get more goodwill on their side and yeah you know because people are always like saying bad stuff about them or whatever so hopefully it works out but we'll see and they uh, and they talked about i mean they, they didn't even directly talk about it but they showed the, the power of social media mm-hmm. and how the young people can make a change yes. through their platforms and that's that's so much of today's world yes. and how teenagers mm-hmm. are changing the world through social media and through their own platforms and stuff and i, I and that's yeah that's one another thing i loved about it. it's just like and it's inspiring to see in, in on the show and in real life it's just kids kind of they're like you know i'm not gonna wait till i'm an adult or like i'm not gonna wait for the adults to like fix everything like we're gonna you know be activists and do what we can and you know try to you know bring awareness to these issues and yeah yeah and with that being said, that brings me directly to our special segment that we're doing for this series. It's called Outsider Spotlight. And if you guys don't know what Outsider Spotlight is, it's because it's the first time we're doing it. But Outsider Spotlight is where we spotlight an outsider. As we talked about, an outsider is someone that is breaking the mode, creating waves, doing something different, and making a difference for not only for their people that watch them and work with them every day, but also just changing the world. So we wanted to spotlight a teenager that was doing that. And for this week, we wanted to spotlight um, the actor, the Disney Channel star, Joshua Rush. Joshua, sorry, let me get his name right. Joshua Rush. And he is on Disney Channel. He's on Disney Channel's Andy Mack. But if you don't know, he also runs a social media account called uh, Rush in the News. Or <laughs> News in a Rush. Oh, okay. So News in a Rush is on it. He has a Twitter, Instagram, and everything mm-hmm. where he breaks down the news in one minute. So. Oh. Say there was an election or something, he would break that down in a minute for all his fans. And with him being on Disney Channel, it is a hour mm. of or a minute of bringing down the news for a teenager's perspective. So it's really cool. And he's a political activist at the age of what seventeen. Wow. Okay. So that's really cool to see. Yeah. So this is our outsider spotlight. So with that being said, we chose Joshua Rush today, but we also wanted to bring this for you guys. We know we also know some outsiders that are that are bringing awareness to everything, but we want to know about you guys. What outsiders do you guys know that are bringing awareness to a specific um, policy or specific thing? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Put it in the comments, and then we would love to spotlight them because there's outsiders everywhere. And not just on the show. What's it, uh, uh, Joshua's like uh, Instagram or social media? Just like I believe it's at news. Joshua Rush. Oh, okay, at yeah. Joshua Rush. And okay, then so follow for, him. <laughs> for his um, for his account, it is um, News in a Rush at News, news in a Rush. Rush. Okay, yes. Cool. So go follow him. So yeah, he's I follow him and I I watched that just just like from an outsider's perspective, and I was like, this is really cool. He's making waves, and the, having Disney Channel as a backer be, behind yeah. him is huge. Yeah. But like I said, there's there's outsiders that are not from Disney Channel. There's outsiders doing a lot of great things, so definitely leave that in the comments. Kind of like Beast Boy is an actor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's doing But, yeah, hey. so um, next, what kind of news do you have about um, outsiders? Young Justice. Yeah. TV news. 
Well, it's not that much, but, you know, there is some news. Okay, so... Give us all of it. <laughs> first of all, we're going to talk about a poster, okay? A poster, Young Justice Outsider poster that was reviewed, that WB released for San Diego Comic-Con. And um, if you guys didn't know, the uh, panel is going to be on Saturday, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Indigo Ballroom, Saturday during Comic-Con. And the notable things about the posters, it features Granny Goodness, really big, right there. <laughs> Um, Halo, you know, Terra, Beast Boy, Cyborg, and Nightwing, because I'm glad that they featured Nightwing, because we haven't really seen Nightwing in this last few episodes, and I'm wondering, like, what's going on with Nightwing, so it gives me hope to see him on the poster, that hopefully, you know, he'll come back in later episodes, and Cyborg, too, because we haven't seen too much of Cyborg these last few episodes, so, you know, hopefully, eventually he's gonna join, you know, the maybe the outsiders yeah um, i need i need more of both of those guys yeah so i'm glad to see them and then tara um she's not as prominent on the poster but she's still there and i have to say like maybe because i don't know maybe it's not that big of an issue because she we know she's not really good but she doesn't have a superhero name she's like they just call her tara like her real name i don't know i think she needs a superhero name just Definitely. she's gonna be on the team and then the other news is just quickly the confusing release schedule um <laughs> a little bit um it's just weird okay so first three episodes uh were released july 2nd that's why we're covering them you know fourth episode which is really 17 um july 9th and then from then on it's going to be one episode released um every tuesday for the next seven weeks and then august 27th is going to be the last three episodes so you know mark your calendars exactly So there's a little bit of binging. There's a little bit of weekly. They tease us in different ways, but I like it. Either way, we're there. We're watching it. Mm -hmm. And we'll be right here for the after show. So that's all that matters. Let us know if you're going to Comic-Con and try to get one of those posters. And then try to send us one. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get one, send an extra one because your boy would love one. Yeah. But yeah, so before we leave, we got to do some predictions. We got to see what's going on in the next couple episodes. We only have one starting next week. So what do you think? Huh? Top three? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's do... We're moving to top three first. Let's 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 hold off on the predictions. We need some top three. All right. So we're going to talk about our top three iterations of any DC character. There's many to choose from. So this was very, very hard to do. So, um, you know, we each picked one and then one we picked together. So uh, the first one I picked was Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot. And the reason I picked her, I know it might be a controversial choice, but... I picked her because she, you know, her interpretation of the character got a lot of, you know, women and just people in general into Wonder Woman. You know, a lot of people knew about Wonder Woman, but I feel like actually seeing her in her own film on the big screen kind of just like created this whole new buzz and interest in the character. So I credit you know big credit to Gal Gadot for that so and then number two yeah for number two we chose Grant Gustin as Barry Allen this is me my personal pick because it kind of brought me back into the superhero world I was always a superhero fan reading the comics and watching uh, the different shows but then that kind of dropped off and then when I saw Grant Gustin back on the Flash it re it like re-energized me and it made me watch Arrow, the Flash, Supergirl, mm-hmm. all those different shows, Young Justice. So that's why I uh, yeah. bring it to Grant Gustin as a Barry Allen. Yes, I love him. And then for our number 1, got to go with Kevin Conroy as Batman from the Batman animated series and a bunch of other things after that because he's just mostly the iconic Batman voice. Uh, when I read Batman in the comics, 
I hear Kevin Conroy's Kevin Conroy's voice. He just has like the best Batman voice. So what do you say about Kevin Conroy? Yes. So obviously everybody has their specific Batman. Everybody has their specific Flash and Wonder Woman. So please let us know who you guys' favorite um, rendition of your favorite star is, your favorite superhero is. Mm-hmm. Because I know there's like... I can't believe you didn't pick this person and that person. It's very Everybody has an opinion, so let me know. And yeah. then we can meet each other in the comments. Yeah. But before we get to that, we got to end with our predictions. So what do you think is going to happen on the next episode? Oh, man, on the next episode. I was just thinking, like, in general, but... <laughs> Give it to okay. me. I want both of them. Next episode um, and in Cyborg, general. Okay, Cyborg's going to join the Outsiders. Um, you know, hopefully... Uh, you know, it's gonna come out that Halo, you know, or Gabrielle let them in uh, to murder Brion's parents, so that's gonna come out. I don't know when, but it's gonna come out, and I feel like Brion is gonna forgive her. He's not gonna be mad at her, and that's I li- it for now. <laughs> I like that. I I feel like um I feel like Tara is gonna get exposed in the next episode. Ooh. I feel like they teased it for a mid season um like tease, mm-hmm. and then they they showed us a couple in the first episodes. I think it's time to actually use that and expose that, mm. and maybe she actually turns on the team. So I'm expect I'm expecting to see big Tara moments in this next episode. I I want to I'm interested. I want to I don't know if they're going to show like a flashback or something because I want to know how that happened. How did she end up getting involved with Deathstroke? So please show us that because I want to know. I'm interested. I'm I think like, that would be a great way to tease like her betraying them. I think that'd be a, a great like episode where we actually see a bunch of backstories and stuff. Mm. Do a, more of like an episode on her because episode 17 was was strictly I mean not strictly but mainly about Garth. I think this could be a Tara episode. So that transitions into her betraying. It's gonna be like if and if this news, like the Halos or Gabrielle stuff, and Tara comes out the same episode, I'm gonna just be feel so bad for Brion. It's like so too much for him. That's a lot. (laughs) My sisters betrayed me. Like my girlfriend somehow might have let my parents get killed. (laughs) Poor dude. (laughs) It's a lot. My guy has a lot of drama come to him that he has no idea about. I'll send you a hug. <laughs> exactly. But hopefully we will see it all in the next episode. But before we leave, that is it for the first four episodes of the Young Justice After Show. But before we leave, let them know where they can find you. Uh, Instagram at more than you think seven and the all that after show and Swamp Thing after show. Yeah, like that. Like she said, we can do all that after show. I got Young Justice after show, Euphoria after show. We got, what, Something. Swamp Thing after show, Legion after show. Oh, I just love the after shows, so they asked me to join it, and I'm just here. So that's where you guys can find me. Also at, at Jeff Will underscore on underscore junior on all social media platforms. And that's going to do it for us, guys. Make sure to watch next week, and make sure to watch Young Justice all the time. What are yeah. you doing? Have a good one. Peace. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 